Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the show. I need to tell you my favorite thing that is going on this summer, okay? So I get a lot of magazines, right? I get a lot of subscriptions, um, I've got the fashion ones, I've got the gossip ones, my guilty pleasure, and I tend to save them all. Whenever I'm, you know, for a while I was like kind of hoarding them in my trunk when I was like going to doctor's appointments, but then I went on vacation with my family and my mom was like, why do you have 25 magazines with you? Like my back hurt from carrying them all. And it's because I like feel like I don't have time to read them, but I'm going to find a time. Okay, listen to this. Next issue is the most genius thing I've ever heard of. It's like the Netflix of magazines. You pay one price and you get unlimited access to your favorite magazines. It's so easy. It's every magazine that you want to read. They have for men, women, ESPN, Sports Illustrated, for fashion, they've got Allure and Vogue and Elle and Cosmo. If you're in entertainment, Us Weekly, People Magazine, you got it. It's every magazine you want, which if you went to the airport and you were going somewhere, you'd buy a magazine, it would cost you eight bucks. And now you could spend $9.99 and get every magazine you want. Oh, here's a good part. Share it with five people. You pay that one price, I could give it to my friends, you give it to your family, you can read it on your tablet, on your smartphone. I just think this is brilliant and I want you all to have a free month. So check it out if you like it. It doesn't even cost you anything. Go to nextissue.com slash EM, like Emily, but just M. That's nextissue.com slash EM and you get a free 30-day trial. So check it out. It's going to change your summer. It's going to change the way you do business. <laughs> the way that you read and consume. It's amazing. It's freaking me out because I love it so much. That's nextissue.com slash EM. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. wish you were a fly on the wall of an epic girl talk you know the ones that you imagine like we're sitting around we're talking about sex dating what we really want in bed what we're not telling you fantasies stuff like that well that's what this show is all about i've got amazing guests on the show i'm also here with menace and it's gonna rock your world so thanks for listening you're listening to sex with emily we're talking about sex relationships and everything in between for more information go to sexwithemily.com well, you can listen to all of our podcasts and of our mailing list. Check out our blogs. You guys, just some people, you just, you might not want to listen every day. It might be hard for you. We do two podcasts a week, but there's also great stuff on our site about a lot of things that we talk about. So check that stuff out. All right, what good. Up, Menace? Hey, how you doing? You're like, good. Get over that. What? Go. Uh, oh, something really cool happened. Um, I was doing the morning show here in LA and uh, somebody called in from Ecuador says that they listen to the Sex with Emily podcast. Really? Yeah. And then they were listening to the morning show that I do. It was crazy. That is crazy. Dude, we're just taking over. And they go through like some crazy process where they can listen to your show and then uh, the morning show, the Woody show that I I do, where they 
they like log into the internet in America from Ecuador. It's it's insane. But That's so they go, go they go through a lot of effort, yeah, a lot of effort to listen to the show. So shout out to them. That is a shout out to it's my Ecuadorian crazy. fans and yes. our Australian fans. I do. I, I know I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but for some reason, Manis, I don't know if you were on the show when I mentioned this, mm-hmm. that we had 6% of our listeners from Australia last year and now 30%. Wow. And I don't crazy. know. They're getting down, down there. Yeah. They're getting down in Australia. So I welcome my Australian listeners and I love you all for listening. It's awesome. So That's tell great. me what's going on in Australia. Like, what don't we know? Just yeah. a crazy sex move. Okay, I am here with Anna David. I just had a thought about Australians. Go. That's and, all and I was Dan- raising my Danielle. Oh, okay. okay, go. Tell Wait, finish the intro and then I'll say No, I mean, we're, we're, we're good. We're rolling. I mean, I love the show because I invited two guests back that have been on the show several times. Um, and you guys are awesome. Danielle, uh, Anna was just on recently. We did a show about online dating. We did. And that was super fun. Super fun. And Danielle was on talking just about everything sex. My my disastrous dating life. Yeah, and sex that was life. a hilarious show. Danielle Stewart and and we're all friends. BTW and I'm like, let's just have a girl talk with some men is here who can. Pick yeah, in. I'm one of the ladies. You're and looking very I feminine. Oh, thank you. I, and, I'm always looking. And I very wanted fun. to get into some stuff about you know like what we you know like the kind of things that we talk about that people are like, do girls what you don't really talk about, but what is going on in our dating lives? How it's changed? How we approach people about what we want in bed? Fantasies? We're just going to get into it. But what were you going to say about? And then I'm going to give all your handles and stuff in a minute. But it was ahead, it Anna. was so not worth disrupting for my comment about That's Australians who say. are who are the the most fun people you will ever meet. So no wonder they're interested in sex. And they they drink a lot. Let's be honest. Yeah, they and do. Sometimes those things can go together. Every time I have friends that visit, say it's like one of the best times that they ever had. Australians, um, yeah, yeah when they go to Australia and right, like, it's check like it out. they're down under. Like right. that's their logo. They're like right. tagline yeah. is we go down under. Uh, yeah. New Zealand, not the same. I went there. It was I know, really and then boring. they beef not with each the other. They're like, I am not from Australia. Right. I am from New Zealand. It's like the San Francisco right. LA fight. <laughs> yeah, it's, right. it's like the San Francisco LA fight, but no one in LA knows that they're in a fight with San Francisco. Yeah. Same with the New York so true. LA fight. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like yeah. you got like we love New York. We love San Francisco. What's your problem with this? Right. I know. Right. Everyone hates LA. Exactly. So everyone in San Francisco, yeah, you know, they don't like it. But it's cool. We love each other. So Anna David, she's an author, a journalist, has her own goddamn podcast you should all listen to. It's called After Party Pod. She's the creator of After Party Magazine, a company dedicated to trying to show addicts sober and not sober alike, and loved ones of addicts what recovery can be like. And she's a really good friend of mine. At Anna B. David on Twitter, at After Party Site on Twitter. Yes, it is. And then your website, afterpartypod.com? Afterpartymagazine.com. And you can get the podcast there. That's perfect. Danielle Stewart. That's me. Uh, that's Danielle Stewart. D A N I E L L E Stewart, S T E W A R T dot com. Like John. This will all be on my like website. Rob. Like John, that's easier. Mm-hmm. Danielle at Danielle Stewart dot com, at the Danny Stew. We'll do this all at the end too. It'll be on our website on Twitter at the Danny Stew. And Facebook dot com slash the Danny Stew. You Danny, got it. Right? And Danny has done a lot of things. Danny <laughs> is just hilarious. She's a comedian. She's a writer. She writes at After Party Magazine. She recently hosted the AVN Awards. That's right. She rocked. She killed it. Friends were sending pictures because I told everyone to look out for her, which they're like the porn. They're like the Academy Awards mm-hmm. porn. For porn, yeah. And um, you were killing it. People were like, oh my God, your friend's so good. Because like, I was so proud that you were doing it. Like, oh, and you were also scared I was going to bomb. Yeah. Well, I was like, I kind of know her. And then like, she's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and as a comedian, like how, you know, I 
how do you keep a straight face and not you know when the girls are crying for best anal and stuff like that I think Danielle takes it pretty serious oh I'm very serious about it I, I think it's funnier when when actors uh, cry about their Academy <laughs> oh, Award definitely. I'm like you got paid like millions of dollars <laughs> these girls are getting paid like the same as me yeah and and, and they have to take like you know you know fists in the ass and Uh stuff so like i respect them more yeah yeah but but also i'm so obsessed with myself that i'm not even thinking about what they're saying or doing so you can admit that so Mm -hmm. um so i thought we would launch in here is there anything else that i missed that you guys would like to talk about about yourself we'll get the end we'll promote it no everyone feel good oh it just just my sex credibility i was the sex dating and relationship expert on g4's attack of the show for four years a very right. popular anna, that's show. true that's true anna that's how we met like i still think of you as that until this, recently we met sort of we've talked about this before over over our shared sex work right. oh that does that not sound i know crazy? we're sex workers <laughs> we met over our sex work and my ex had a crush on her she doesn't remember yeah, please, please. um but yes she's very well cred and Danielle's very uh, well uh, endowed. Around. Endowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, um, I've never heard all of your like crazy sex stories, Danielle. Yeah, I haven't gone, done your stand up, and Anne is always like, "Oh, talk to Danielle." I mean, we've been we've talked about other things, right? Yeah, but yeah, I would sure. like to get into it. And um, the first thing I wanted to read, though, there's twenty something sex versus thirty and forty something sex, and we're like all in our thirties, <clears> a little bit of forties. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's. This study came out, 89% of women between the age of 45 and 55 are super experimental in the bedroom. And it also says that women in their 40s have a much better chance of orgasms and their 30s. 100,000%. Yeah, and in your 20s, women, not so much, which doesn't surprise me because you're not as comfortable with yourself. So, uh, you know, what do you guys think about this? How is your, the biggest difference you've noticed in your sex life from your 20s to your 30s now? Oh my God. I mean, I, I was sleeping, you know, around a lot in my 20s. Um, and I was energetic and enthusiastic, but not skilled. You know, I mean, maybe the skill was that like I showed up and I had like a smile on my face. Enthusiasm yeah. yeah. one. Exactly. The attitude is Yeah, I had an attitude of gratitude about it, but I certainly wasn't, well, first of all, I was drunk, so that's. Who's <laughs> that? I mean, yeah. I'm a sloppy drunk. Like I'm a, you know, I've peed, passed out, like the whole thing. So, um, you know, that that's not good. But so into my thirds, I- Sober now. Right, sober now. But I kept hearing that we were gonna have like this, um, the, the sexual peak, right? It's like 35, that's what I heard. And I'm not, you know, none of us are 35 yet, but uh, as I near 35, I don't really, I never, I didn't really feel that happening. But I will say that I understand my body now and I'm in a relationship where I I know exactly what I like and I'm able to like, you know, communicate that with him. Actually, you know what, we haven't, I haven't had to actually communicate it. There's like, um, it's hard with the direct communication. Like, excuse me, my clit's actually over there. That's hard. Thankfully, that's not the case. But in terms of knowing what I like, I'm able to like, you know, moan at the right times, and, and so to give him to this. guide him through yes, your voice, exactly. so non-verbal, non-verbal communication. Yes. yes. So this is a new guy. Yes, and he's so cute. I met him at our so and we had an epic birthday party. Yeah. Yes, he's um, very, he's very cute. cute. So you haven't had to give him direction. No, I mean not not anything other than just typical couple adjustment. Um, we seem to have, and that's just luck. We seem to have the same rhythm. 
which is rare. And, and, and by the way, I don't think that that necessarily means if you don't have the rhythm, it doesn't mean that you're not compatible. Right. I, I, you know, but, but we just happen to have that, which is like, oh, thank God that's out of the way. Thank God. I what know. about you, Anna? How long do you wait when you're with someone to talk to them about, mm, I need a little help or I need, I need you to do this or that or do you not? The first time. I would say, but but I would say that's speaking, very you though, very direct. Yes. Like, why the, mess around? Why yeah. waste time? Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like the faking orgasms thing. Like, how are you ever going to learn if I, I'm not doing you any favors if I'm pretending to be having fun when I'm not? But, exactly. Um, I don't fake laugh either. So <laughs> so it's painful when you think you're really funny. I fake both. Um, good to know, Dan. Well, I, I don't. Well, I faked in my twenties. I, I made a rule. I did too. I'd nice. Yeah, I made a rule where I stopped because. I th- exactly what you said. I, I felt like I was ruining it for other women too. Yeah, exactly. Your future replacements. It's true. But but I will say, you know, for me, I actually not just I had no idea what I liked and what I didn't like, but I just I. I, my body was not capable of what it's capable of now. And, you know, and also I've told both of you guys this. I went off of a medication that had a serious numbing effect. And so that was a year ago. And it's a completely different world now. I love this. So tell me about this world. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's a good one. It's a good world. Well, I mean, I used to basically not be able to orgasm in, unless it was like oral sex with a ton of fantasy. Right. And Fantasy a lo- in your head. Okay. Yeah, a lot of work. I mean, serious How effort. How long did it take? You know, um, a long time, and it also was never a guarantee. Right. And now it's basically, I don't, it like, just making out without any fantasy whatsoever. You know this. I know, but I'm always, I'm always, I just, I want that. I think that's amazing. I haven't it's had that amazing. in a while. That is really, that's just you're yeah. as efficient as you are in, in the workplace. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. You've just learned to like, God damn, that numbing. It's like, you know, I'm yeah. so glad that that went away for you. So here's my question. about You brought up a good point about fantasy. So when you'd be fantasizing, mm. for example, mm-hmm. what were you thinking about when a guy was performing all the sex? Well, I had a go-to. It, okay. was, it was never about somebody else, mm-hmm. really. Like, this is, uh, actually, I've never, I never really talk about this. Mine is sort of like, a, oh, it's so embarrassing. Just say it. Like You're a teacher-student so situation. Oh, and like, one. the best sex I ever had was with this guy who was like a professor, and we would sort of do a little role-playing around that. But um, but that's like, that's seriously hard So in your me. mind, you're like, he's going down to me, I'm a schoolgirl, I was late for class. Not schoolgirl, college student. College, college student. No, what I'm saying. So it's like fantasy. a power, it's a power thing, okay. for sure. I want to piggyback on that, because I, I met my... Um, um, current boyfriend, he was working on something that I worked a project that I worked on, and we didn't talk. I mean, he it was not it was a professional situation, and so when it went non-professional, you know, when we went, there's something so hot about that, and I and I'm still getting off on that, you know, where it's like we once had to be appropriate with each other, and now we're finally like, and it's sort of the same, I mean, not the same, It's but it's... Was he your superior in this situation? No, but it was, it was not, you know, equal. Yeah, I mean, it was just, we neither one of us, both of us would have been in trouble if there had been, you know. Okay. Yeah, but... I, um, no, there is true, there is the dynamic power play. We cannot get away from women wanting, you know, the, the man with power, it's, it's sexy, it is. Yeah, it's and hot, also the forbidden. The forbidden. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the forbidden, I think, more than the power thing. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's just so inappropriate. Right, exactly. That's why men used to sleep with all of his assistants and uh, stuff. All the time. No, I wanted to ask you, though, but on the uh, on the thing where it became uh, more than just a working relationship, what what was that moment? Did you guys, like, 
went out drinking or what? Uh, or, they don't drink. Because that right. usually Great happens. Great question. Yeah. No, what happened <laughs> was I, um, I was under the impression that he was married. And, oh, okay. um, cause that's what he told me. And, um, and Weird. so I like, you know, for, we had a very fun loving, you know, sort of, um, you know, work environment. And so I would shamelessly flirt with him, mm-hmm. um, because I thought it was safe, you know, like n- nothing graphic, but just yeah. like, uh, Hey, handsome, you know, stuff like that. And finally at the end, um, when, when the job was over, he reached out to me and was like, I'm actually going through a divorce and would you like to go out sometime? And I was like, my mind blew, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, cause I never thought I could have it. I mean, I was like, Oh my God. And then he blew. Yeah. Many yeah. times. Oh my God. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, can we go back to your fantasies? So, because I think a lot of times I've always seen a women, you know, and men, but men has seem to have an easier time just whipping up fantasies in their head. Usually it's past things that have happened or what is it, men? It's, it's you guys, porn. porn. It's not right? past porn. things. But with women in our heads, right. like, what do you, do you have a go-to? Did you always have fantasies? Okay. I, yes. But I can't, I wish I could have like a nice, just fantasy. It has to be with the person I'm with. I have had fantasies where it's not with the person I'm with, and I know the relationship is over at right, that Right, okay, point. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because the other thing is, as a woman, unless I'm you know, thinking about Clive Owen, um, which, by the way, Clive, if you're out there, you know, we can make it happen, but if, unless I'm thinking about Clive Owen, I want to make the fantasy happen. The person that I'm thinking about is, is accessible in some way. Okay, right. well, what about yeah. when you're masturbating? And- um, well, what do you think about? I'm well. I'm in a new relationship, so that's what I think about. Okay, a year every ago. time. Mm-hmm. A year yeah. ago. How about when you're not in a relationship? Do you have a go-to fantasy? Um, oh, I have some go-to sites that I go oh, to. Okay, wow. like what? Oh, share that. That would be interesting. Um, um. <laughs> Oh God! Well, okay, so it's super embarrassing, but I'm just—it's so just embarrassing. Do it. I, I, I read like erotica, but it's not like um, you know Norman Maitland. Like, it's not like you know literary. It's very like penthouse for me. We're like, down with that. That's. But for more for women, so they don't say stuff like meat pole and, and <laughs> blood stick and stuff like that. It's, so you read to get yeah. It's, it's a lot more like it's more on the Danielle Steele end of it. It's very embarrassing. No, but that's why they make it. That's why she makes mm. a bazillion dollars. I used to. Dude, for, for I've been months, to her house. It is insane. Danielle Steele. Me too. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. it's crazy. I used to <laughs> masturbate for like months to Twilight. I was reading Twilight, and that was so arousing wow. for me. Yeah, you didn't I even need that. the Fifty Shades. I know yeah. exactly. No. Um, sorry, what were you? Uh, I was just Fantasies. gonna. Is that, oh, please yeah. Go. What gets you off, basically? Daniel Steele. Oh, I, I just yeah, talked Daniel about Steel. that. But um, but what I was gonna say is, pre mm-hmm. when I was on the medication, I would mm-hmm. read the erotica too because yeah. that was kind of the the only thing that worked. Um, I mean, a little like a little like you porn um, mm-hmm. yeah, stuff, a little bit. but but yeah, no. I remember. I don't know if you guys remember, like when you were twelve and thirteen and first reading that stuff. Well, well, uh, yes. w- wifey, right. the Judy Bloom book, yes. forever. Yeah, forever. I still remember that she named the penis Ralph. <laughs> oh, I didn't remember because I always hated that name, and I was like, "That's the wrong name." And and then I don't know if you ever read this book, Lace. It was really big in like the eighties. No, and I just remember mind blown. But did you masturbate to that? Yes. I was going to ask you guys these questions. So when did you first? So tell me about that. Was that the first time you masturbated, or 
I, I remember that, I, I don't know if that was the first, but it was definitely in that era. We also um, had not a jacuzzi, uh, oh. but it like it, it was like a, a thing called a jacuzzi. It's a portable thing. I don't even know if these are around anymore, and that you put it it's in the bathtub. 80s. Yeah, and it turns very it into 80s. A, So that wow. hit your clitoris. Yes. That's so common to women. Like, yeah. they, mm. that have their first orgasm. It's the, the magic head. wand and water. Yeah. It is the magic yeah. wand and water. Yeah. So, so that, and that was how old were you? Like twelve, I think that was the year, the first year I drank. That was the year. That <laughs> and then you were like, "Wow!" And then you, yes. And then it was like it was so easy to get off. There was like, you know, I, just with my hand, there right. was no vibrator or anything right, exactly. like that. Yeah, that's amazing. Because I, I mean, I've shared this a lot, but I never masturbated once. Never had an orgasm until I was twenty. It didn't even occur that's to amazing. me. What? I love it. No, never came up. Never had a shower. But hit me in some odd, random way where it would have hit my clitoris, and I'd have an orgasm. But well. And it I, pisses me off too. I have way, a but. thing about that, which is you know you you do not talk. Maybe Danielle is different. I did not talk to my friends about it. No, and I thought. God, it's so crazy that I have this thing that like none of them have because right. I couldn't even picture. Because how would them. you know? Right, you couldn't Google it. You didn't. It was a different world. And, it was a different world. Yeah. And um, so, what about you, Danielle? When you well, first so I started. Your... I don't. You know, I'm. I apologize in advance if this is jarring. I started masturbating at three. Um, it's, it's you know, common. not. I don't want everyone to get upset. Apparently, it's very common when people very come from a, from a chaotic mm-hmm. household, which I did. It's a self soothing thing, yeah. right? So because of that, I started masturbating um, with a pillow as like a grind. Oh, I did thing. that. Yeah. Okay. I I never really graduated. Much you like much like college, mm-hmm. I didn't really graduate. <laughs> um, and so I still, that's still my, my preferred method. Now, huh. I have two kinds of masturbation that I do. One is when I'm by myself and it's like, do like due diligence, like I gotta get someplace, I'm running late, like that yes. thing. Um, and then I have the sensual like, you know, I'm on the phone, well, I'm text with my boyfriend or we're having sex. That is more like, why did I just say sex so quiet? We're having sex. Um, you can't say that on the show. That I use, you know, that I do this more traditional way. But I can't traditionally Can masturbate. Can please a- break those down for us after we take a quick break for our sponsors? I want to come back and hear those two different ways you masturbate. Okay. Rocks my world. Cliffhanger. Yeah. Cliffhanger. It's called you a like teaser. That? You like that? It's called yeah. a teaser. It's a pillow hanger. Um, <laughs> but, uh, let me ask you a question though, you guys. Are you getting enough? I bet you'd love more, right? Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. First, you get a sexy surprise for her. Second, a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. You guys, Adam and Eve, they got everything on their site. Plus, you get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order because I hate when people gouge you for friggin' shipping. Mm-hmm. 10 free gifts, it's so easy. Go to adamandeve.com, select any one item. It can be an adventurous new toy, sexy piece of lingerie, a little game to spice up your relationship when you ask each other questions what you want in bed because you guys can't talk to each other. They've got lots of stuff like that there. Check it out. Enter offer code EMILY. You'll get 10 free gifts. Go to adamandeve.com today. All you gotta get is one item and you get 10 free gifts. Hello, what is the risk there? None. That's Emily at adamneve.com. Quick question Is anyone else starving right now? I mean, seriously, my days are so busy. I'm constantly running around from meeting to the office to the studio. I never have time to shop or get food. You guys always hear me talk about that. So, how am I supposed to stock up on healthy snacks? And I love to snack. In fact, I think I only snack. That's why I'm so excited about graze.com. Have you heard of graze.com? Let me tell you this. It's a snack service that delivers tasty, nutritious snacks right to your work or home. And each box is customized to your taste preferences. You can, like, tell them what you like. And they, they 
dietary requirements. Plus, all great snacks come in perfectly portioned packs, great for munching on the go. And if you're anything like me, you probably crave a little variety in your snack drawer, right? Well, Graze.com lets you pick from over 100 handcrafted snack creations to satisfy any craving. My personal favorites, the whole grain banana shortbread dippers, only 150 calories, and the punchy protein snacks. They have a little chili lime twist. They have seven grams of protein. You'll love all this stuff. Really, you got to check it out. All their snacks are approved by their in-house nutritionists and contain no GMOs, artificial flavors, or trans fats. So you can actually feel good about what you're eating. And they only range from $6.99 to $11.99 per box. Not bad, right? Totally worth it. Go to graze.com. That's G-R-A-Z-E.com. And get your first box free. But what did you got to lose? Except for nothing, because then you have something to eat. So go there. That's graze.com, code Emily. Okay, Danielle, tell me about the, the, the pillow. Masturbation. Well, the pillow sort of gradually, like sometimes I still use a pillow. Yeah, yeah, like in between my legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you lying on your side? Um, Sometimes I'm lying on my side. Sometimes I am upright, uh, riding it, which is uh, embarrassing. No, Um, no, not at all. It is. No, it's it's weird. So uh, you're like grinding on top of it? Yeah, I love that you're whispering that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It would only be embarrassing if somebody walked in and watched. What's funny is is that what I was embarrassed about. Because the pillow feels the pressure. Yeah. It's like a wedge, like like the sex wedge or something. Yeah. Do you want a liberator? I feel like we should give her a liberator. Oh, I would love that. But that's only for sex, right? That's not for masturbation or is it? Oh, it can totally be for masturbation. It'll help your pelvis up because I think that's Daniel's birthday is. I would probably like it. It is. Yeah, it is. I see you have your crate. Your I do. I have my my crave vibrator on. Right. Oh, I want one of those. That's your birthday present wrapped up. That's still in my. I've been hearing about this birthday present. I know, and it wasn't a lie. Like yeah. I actually wrapped it, and there's a, two other things. Sorry, in there. It's great. I gave you a thing. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you what. I just want to say that this Crave vibrator is not only great for vibration while you're driving, but it is the most amazing conversation starter on the planet. And I've got to, to tell several strangers that I hosted the AVNs just because they asked me what this is. Oh my god, I <laughs> nice. love you know, that. You know, I was like, it's a bragging right. It's I'm called like, the, the Vesper. Best necklace. I know. It's called a Vesper. It's go to lovecrave.com. Use code mm-hmm. Emily, and you get free shipping. It's the most I know. Can you hear? It? They've heard okay. me talk about this for months, okay. and and literally people stop me on the street they're like look what I got and then my hustler workshop people are yeah it's part of your birthday present can't wait with a bow. can't wait I know you probably think I'm one of those people who lie and say a birthday present for you but yeah, really you do, do never lie I can picture myself wearing it already I'm not a lie okay so I can't so, so I couldn't have a, an orgasm just from putting something like the crave necklace between my legs but what I could do is I could put the crave necklace between my legs and a pillow underneath oh. it and use the grinding and the thing I used to love this thing um, called the butterfly Oh, I know um, the butterfly. I've never really found a good replacement butterfly for it. Butterfly kiss? Is it insertion? Or is no, it it's that, a, the, straps, the straps on. I, um, that was one of my first vibrators. It goes around your waist. Yes. And the butterfly and is like, I'm just so much trouble. Like, you I know. It kind of it? is. And I, and I, yeah, it's, I never were able to find a good replacement for Did it. Did it go and out of business or something? No, it's still around. No, it's butterfly. still around, but it just, I don't know. Anyway, it just worked in a time and a place. But, um, but yeah, so that, that's pretty much that. Do you use vibrators? I do sometimes, yeah. Okay. But I, I can rarely have a orgasm from just a vibrator. I have to have something in me. Like a me. penis. Yeah, like a like or, a penis. Or an insertion vibrator. Yeah, Even and... It will work, go ahead. Even magic wand? I don't do the magic wand. Because it can destroy yes, you and I already coming from sex. It doesn't, though. It hasn't me. Has it no, but, but I worry about it. But I'm orgasmically it. challenged as it is. Well, I think that with those years before, when I was on that medication, that was my only hope. And it 
it started, I don't know, then I had a mental thing. Oh, I, it was like cocaine. I threw it away. <laughs> and then I went and got another one. Oh Be- my God. Yes, because I was actually like, this is destroying any chance of me ever having an orgasm right. with another person. Then, then you were like, I need to have an orgasm. Yes. Talking about what I preach. Do you know that it's rechargeable <laughs> now and they just came out without the cord? I think that's amazing. Remember no. when, Anna, remember you wanted to go on a hike the other day? I was like, I want to go, but I have to run home and get a toy. Yes. I had to go run home and get that because it's rechargeable now out of the wall. You needed it for the hike? <laughs> <laughs> Next time. That's how addictive it is. shooting yeah. videos yeah. in the, the office, and Anna's like, I'm like, I gotta go home and get a toy. What um, kind of I'm videos not... are you shooting in the office? Um, that, we the... actually did a really funny one yesterday with it because the magic wand is now, it used to be plugged in the wall, now it mm-hmm. does. So That's just, revolutionary. It that you really don't need is. A plug. You guys, yeah. it's amazing. You can bring it camping. Hiking. It's the yeah. number one vibrator that all years. my friends use. So don't listen to me. I'm just like yeah. so, you know. Use code Emily at goodvibes.com. Yeah. Get one. Okay. So I want to know, you guys, what, um, well, you can ask a question? Um, no. I was, oh, just, he was, I was drifting off into yeah, this world. Of, there was no. something going on in his head, I think. I want to know, this is what I want to know. If you guys had any, like, what you've learned now, what would be some sex tips that you would impart to your younger self? Like, oh, what you know now that you didn't know that. And it can be, like, about your own body or about what you wish men knew. You could tell men. I mean, just anything. Well, what I would say is it took me a while to get liberated around certain parts of sex that have been so freeing. Like, I, for me personally, I don't think it's okay for me to be afraid of cum. It's a very limit, like, it cuts me off. It's not about the guy. It cuts me off to the connection and the sexual experience if I'm like, oh, could you just come over there? Oh, so you used to not swallow. Mm-hmm. I, and I used to just be freaked out by the whole thing. Like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to like this? Like, you know, and, and so what I did is I, I don't know if I forced, but, like, I got to a place where I realized how much men like to, for instance, come on the face, right? <laughs> Facials. Right. Um, once I connected that that, turn them on so much I could get turned on by it and now I don't even need them to really care I like it on my own right you learn to love the I semen the blowjob and the penis and right and not for them for me like because smoking cigarettes you lo- you hated the first one I hated the first pack yeah yeah but absolutely and what it did is again I want to reiterate it wasn't for them well I thought it was but it, li- it opened up all of my doors. Okay, I would like you to explain this more because there's a lot of women listening to the show and men who have partners and women who don't like blowjobs. They think they don't. They think they can't Men who don't it. like to go down, which right. is totally freaks me so out. So you did this, me too. But you did this transformation where you actually got into it and yeah. you learned to love it for yeah. your own time because it made you feel empowered and sexy and you knew you would, it, and you enjoy it. Exactly. If you, this can ahead. change people. Yeah, if you understand how much... I was with, uh, you know, if you understand how much men love that, certain men, um, then you'll, you can understand why you should love it. Right. Because it makes, I don't want to say it ups your value, that's so (laughs) gross, but I mean like, then it makes them more open. Like, I'm in, like, I have such a sexually open relationship because I'm so open, and so it's made him open. He wasn't open before, he was in, you know a thousand-year marriage, you know, and he's opened up because I'm open, you know, and so now I'm getting stuff, I'm getting amazing stuff from his openness, so it really, it's not about, you know. give and take, I get it, like, you're open, he's open, it all. Balls is another thing thing I feel like people got to get on board with. I know, (laughs) I know Anna's going to look at me and go, I don't, 
I'm not at all. We oh, can really? I can I jump in? Yeah. Please. Um yeah, no, all I was gonna say is I've always loved it. All I didn't have to learn like blowjobs, yeah. No, just oh. like men coming. Like I Oh that's I've, great. Right. Yeah, always. Is it a like, Jewish thing? Because someone told me it was. I was Danielle. like, <laughs> Danielle. Danielle's a Jewish. Oh my god. Yeah. I did okay. not like it. I was just scared. Like I didn't know what no, was I happening. Get it. You're like, you know. Right. Um, what is this? It was my first podcast. Go ahead, I'll tell you after. Okay, but so yeah, no, just I've always liked it. I, I I think I've just always been so turned on by the idea of a guy being so turned on. I mean, it's interesting because it does sort of connect to my like college professor fantasy. It's like I cannot control my attraction. Like yes. that's what does it for me. Yeah, agreed. And so I've always. I, I've just always been super turned on by it and like always kind of used to in again like this was when I couldn't really orgasm from sex or or when I was sort of trying to keep things relatively innocent because I don't sleep with people right away so I would always do the like mutual masto thing I'd be like oh hey Madison's nodding we always oh, do hey. the mutual movie yeah like you know what and I would just get so turned on with that That's, it still happens can, yeah. I, can I piggyback off that on a sex tip for men please yeah because I wanted to get into some tips because yeah, this good. is this is something that I think is really important you just said it what men seem to not understand about women in the bedroom and outside that they just want to feel worshipped. They just want to feel special. It, even if you don't, I don't care how you really feel. Just act. If you want me to be like a slut for you in the bedroom and be open, then you have to pretend that I that you want me more than anything. And And if you do that, you are going to get everything you want. You know, but you can't go in trepidatiously and be like, I don't really like to eat pussy and then expect me to give you a blowjob. It's not about eye for eye. It's just about like if you're not if you don't want to put your face up in it, then I'm like, I don't we're disconnected already. So you just if you make the girl you're with feel like she is like you can't even take the attraction, um, even, you know, even if just to get a good blowjob out of it, it's worth, you know. Tell her she's hot. Right. It's better than an Academy Award. Um, I would love to go back to one thing about sexual fantasies and masturbation. I don't want to get you off the track. But, like, I will say, oh, and, like, that I have a guy that whenever I'm not dating somebody, I mean six years my go-to fantasy i only always pull up like one time with him or is his face his thing well he was the college professor guy everything Uh. it was everything like it was just for whatever reason the most sexually gratifying Mm -hmm. experience I was gonna where ask, is he and how do we find him for yeah. you? you know, that man was his God-given gift. Like what he can do is not how just... How did you hook up with him? It's actually kind of a great story, but I don't want to get you too It was on track. referral, wasn't it? It was. I had a friend <laughs> wow. who had dated him who said, it's just too weird for me to set you up because I dated him. But like find him and like ask, he was sort of in the right. same field, ask him if he wants to meet. And so mm. it was like one of those Isn't things. Is illegal? On campus or no? Not really. Like if he. Oh, he wasn't my teacher. Oh, okay. this was like when I lived in New York. Oh, I got it. He was a professor. Okay, got it. And then and there's the quick thing. So we go to coffee, and I'm like, yeah, he's all whatever. He's cute. And he mentions that he has a girlfriend. I was like, what am I doing here? And then he mentions that his girlfriend has a boyfriend. And then he mentions that um, he's open. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, I can't get involved in this. I can't get involved in this. And so then we were leaving, and he's like getting on the subway, and he goes, so let's go for a drink. And I go. 
yeah, I don't drink. And he's like, cool, I'll come over. I'm going to cook you dinner and come over. And so suddenly I found myself in this thing that I was love just wow. So I love that that was your thing that kept How you. How long did that last for? Well, I never wanted to actually make him my boyfriend, not just because mm-hmm. of his situation, but it just for different reasons. And so it could last like, you know, a couple years on and off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I like those ones you, you still have go back number. to. Yeah, and you pass okay. it along. Uh, yeah, I know. I should. Pay I should it give it out for the <laughs> women here. Emily though. wants it. But um, but let's talk about this about worshiping the female because this kind of reminds me, Menace. I know what you're thinking about, mm. about the compliment thing. I used to say joke on the show. I'm like compliment her 20 times a day. Yep. 10 times a day. And Menace would be like, come on, then she's gonna know that you're really into her and blah blah. blah. I'm like, no, it's just it like I don't know. Some guys it gives him the upper hand or whatever. But like, no, no, no. There's feel- yes. Yeah, no, then- I'm with Menace. You get walked all over. Hold on. And then the 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 woman becomes uh, disinterested in you. That Anna has a menace. thing. Yeah. Anna has menace. a thing. But you don't I, like compliments. Like I want to know. No, like, she doesn't want too many compliments. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yes. I'm not saying never compliment her. Because twenty times mean a day anything. is a, well, fake comments. Like this guy was dating. His reaction was, hi, beautiful. Every time he called me, hey, beautiful, beautiful. I, and I in the middle that. of the seven, he was beautiful. And he went out twice. He every guy that I've met that she's hooked up with is pretty much a douchebag. So Dude, I wouldn't that even, is like, so not true. You've not met anyone I've hooked I, up with. I've met Tw- two. I've met more than two. And the douchebag level is like crazy. What level would you put yourself he's only met two. At a douchebag <laughs> level? Uh, hopefully... At least like what's a your friggin' four point? Or five. It's not true. I'm just saying that your I mean, judgment on dudes are not that great. Well, I we're similar in that way. Okay. At least I'm not saying I make the best decisions always, but I, mm-hmm. I think that you're quick to judge there, people. I I yes. want to clarify. And you're protective. Probably. I want to clarify that there are <laughs> no. two. We, I think we could all agree on this if we make a clarification, yes. which is that. I don't want a ton of compliments for a guy I'm not into. I don't. I also don't want a dozen roses on our first or second date. That means nothing because it looks insincere. What I don't want. I love you every time we get off the phone. I don't want hey beautiful every time. You know, I want it to feel sincere. Like so, you really like you look right. at me. You're like wow. You like you look great. I love that shirt. Would be specific. You know something but like my, you notice your my eyes. My boyfriend are- tells me all the time, and I love it and can't get enough of it what does he but i know he's just like i love you you're gorgeous i love what you're wearing like he, you know and you know it's and, real uh, yeah and if he goes hey beautiful hey gorgeous i it's we're in an into it enough now right. that i believe when it. it's prematurely complimenting when it's too much i understand it can be overboard yes. but what we were talking about earlier though too is like just sexually just having that you don't even want to feel desired in the bedroom like you're so hot like if you get yes. naked with the guy for the first time mm-hmm. Don't you want to be like, God, your body is... So oh, absolutely. But I will say, the over... Like, for me, it's like, it means... When it means so much, like, you know they meant it because they're not somebody who does it all the time, that's great. But what about, like, let's let's rewind to your last relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, if you guys, like, you're a couple months into it, mm-hmm. and you were, like, totally, like, so into him. If, yes. if he had switched... From how he was in the first couple of months, and all of a sudden went like, "God, you're gorgeous. God, you're this," and kept going. You would love it. No, I mean he was very complimentary. Okay, but it just was not constant, and it meant so much when it was. Right. Okay, I got it. Let's See, move on. That's what okay. I'm talking about. I yeah. got it. Okay, okay. okay. You overdo it. but it was just because there's a lot of men who I think just withhold it all. And yep. Yes. Sometimes, so there's a fine uh-huh. line. And I think first time in bed, you're right. Be marvelous. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, then you're gonna get. We're all gonna get what we want, and I do it too. I'm like, oh, your penis is smaller than I thought, but we're gonna have a good time now. <laughs> yeah, and and don't worry about women having the upper hand. It's like we can have children. We always have the upper hand. So just worship us. Yeah, no, exactly. We, guys know that you're in charge, but just pretend that you know we have okay. some power. Right. In the well, Anna, what would be your one sex tip to men if you could give them one tip now? Because yours was more of the, the worshiping in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Did you give your one tip? 
Well, I mean, that I would second that one. Um, you know, I think just like those men who think that they that like let's say oral sex is a skill that they have remember that it is not it is not like across the board yeah it's not like oh i'm a good writer so i'm always going to write in this way you are right like it's like writing an article for a different audience every single time <laughs> exactly so feel her out so to speak see what she likes it's so obvious when someone's just kind of like i know one two That's, three four five six i'm gonna do that it's i'm like, on the letter g with my tongue Right, yeah, we did, yeah, did we yeah. talk about uh, pack a lunch down there? Did no. we talk about that? No, go. I, I've had, I love oral sex. I, okay, well, this, no, it's just piggybacking what you said because I, I've had at least three guys in my lifetime be like, I love to eat pussy so much, yeah. I'll fucking pack a lunch down there. And it's like, uh, I, okay, what? what you just you said. nowhere near me. Yeah. I do not want you to be down there so long that you need to take a lunch break. Because yeah. mm-hmm. now you're doing it wrong. Two, I don't want f- the idea of food near my vagina is disgusting. Mm-hmm. And also, why are you talking about, like, I just picture a construction worker with, like, a like a metal <laughs> lunchbox. Ew, ew, ew. It's just like. I've never heard I that. Oh, my God. It's who happened. said it to you? I've had a few people say that to me okay. over my lifetime. Well, the last I, guy that I'm that I met that she hooked up with sounds like a dude that would totally say that. Why, you're so ragging on her right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just keeping it real. I'm, now I'm curious who the last one he who met was. Who was the last one? That guy that was... Yeah, I'll tell you later. Okay. He was awesome. Not the one whose car, car I crashed. No. Oh. No, no. <laughs> but uh, th- that Danielle's point brings so me to... In the car. <laughs> I know, it was terrible. <laughs> Story a, for another time. Yes. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Okay. Um, but, but the men who talk about how much they love doing it chill out because yeah. again it kind of goes back to the worship thing I want to think you really love doing it to me not that it's just your general like right of love. course and, mm. but I do think something that men can say is a lot of women do worry that he doesn't want to be down there yes mm-hmm. maybe I'm talking younger women like do I smell bad definitely bad? and I think when a guy says I don't want to bring you lunch but he's like babe I just relax like I, I just love being here yes. like yes, I've got all night fanta- how about yes. I've got all night and no mm. snacks mm. Yeah, I like I like that. I like I've got all night, or I'm not going anywhere. Or, yeah, or like right. I'm convinced my boyfriend likes it more than I do. Yeah, and there that's are some amazing. men who love it. I hear men yeah. all the time. We're like, why, 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 why won't my wife let me or a partner? Okay, guys, what's the best? Can you describe the best sex you've ever had? Go, Anna. Well, I, I just did. I mean, it oh, was that you, one. Yeah. Why? Oh, well, is the pow- Because the I want to meet this guy. And yeah. No, that no. guy. Should, unfortunately, <laughs> he's not a sex teacher, and he should be. But like, was there a particular moment or thing oh, yes. that happened? Sexually? Oh yes. Like, so he um, he had written this story about um, about, and I'm not even necessarily into this about tying women up with this certain belt and how he whatever he had to drill a hole in the belt to make it for, work for her hands. Menace, are you taking mental notes? Yes, I am. And um, and so he wrote this story, and then he came over for that time to make me dinner, and he, I realized he was wearing that belt. And then, hot, yes, hot. and then he... Foreshadowing. So he did do, like, a, I'd sort of been tied up, but, like, by people who didn't know what they were doing, and he's like, your safe word. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm really living. I'm getting a safe word. I can't believe it. And, <laughs> and like, I just... And, and he did this thing where he blindfolded me, and then he was like, the only rule is you cannot beg. And so then he would like come in the room and kiss me and leave. Then he would come in the room and sort of like touch me and leave. And I'd be like, oh, it come. was S&M-y. Yes. Yeah. And I would be like, come back. And he's like, nope, because you did that, I'm waiting. And it was like so Teasing. Hot. And, the and then building and the arousal. And then he would not have sex with me that night, which was all part of it. And so then the next time we met, he's like, I'm making you lunch. Come over. And the minute I walked in his apartment, he just attacked so me. He's very calculated, though, in his way, because he I knew he had sex so. right at work. Yeah. 
I love that. That's hot. Yeah. Okay, Jeez. now that's my new fantasy yeah. go-to. But I don't. You and you can fear. you can take it. I don't fantasize. Well, you know, we'll see. What? Okay, did, well, I don't fantasize about you per se. I haven't. You haven't. <laughs> no, what I thought you meant in general. No, I would take a fantasy and put my face there on top of yours. Well, good, good. <laughs> Danny, what, Danielle? Well, Danny. I think I would have to say that um, you know I, there really isn't anything hotter from somebody. I don't know if this is my weird validation thing, but there really isn't anything hotter than being the first piece of pussy from a guy who's getting out of a seven. Your relationship. Oh, that oh. is hot. Yeah, it's almost like fucking a guy out of prison. Yeah. It's just like, he must be so excited. Oh my, oh my God. God. It was so amazing. You know, it's it's amazing on the mental and physical level, which it's always mental and physical, but I mean like it's there's there's fantasy, there's you know, the first time, there's a and it, it just like and also there's like this feeling of like I'm doing um like God's work and um <laughs> you know, like I'm being of service and uh and so so, like it just worked for me on all levels and so i that was pretty mind-blowing that's amazing yeah okay yeah. one more question then emails real quick one thing you've always wanted to try in bed but have not yet well i um i think i've talked about this before i did anal when i used to do drugs but i have never done it sober and i really want to lots of lube yep lots that's lube. what i keep Slowly ease into it i'll give you some lube um what about an enema no, you don't need to have an See, enema. Anna can't take this. No, you need to like just make sure you have like a lighter lunch a day. Your um, your bowels empty, you'll be fine. But what's a light lunch? Because like <laughs> if I have like a salad, that's raw vegetables. Well, make sure you go to the bathroom. That okay, okay. <laughs> Anna, porn stars say like bread your... and water or something. Okay, like that. Uh, Anna can't take it. When I was well, on Attack of the Show, I would get anal sex questions all the time, and I still get mail from from men who were like, "I can't believe how anti anal you were," and I realized it's sort of like we talk about. Like, like there are many ways to get sober. Like just because I would never do it does not mean that it's okay for me to like put that on any of my opinions. But it just grosses you out. That's fine. Yeah, I have like asked things. It's like LSD. I never needed to try it to know I hated it. Right. You know? Okay. Got it. But did you did you give us your you get, you know, get okay? What would you do? Oh, that I haven't. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that I haven't done that I would want to do. Great. So wow. you're filled. Okay, let's move into emails. You guys help me answer. Anything? I'm ready. Sure. Okay. Hi, Emily. I have a bit of a problem that you may have addressed previously, but I really need someone to expand upon. I've been at my current job obsessing over every aspect of it for the last three years and rose from the role of extra hand on deck to the CEO's assistant. Problem is, about a month ago, I, I led into temptation and had my way with the boss. Mm. Late 30s, married with children. He's been a mentor and huge part of my life for several years, and I have feelings for him. He's been talking about leaving his wife for mm. me the last few months, and it's almost like we're in a boyfriend-girlfriend-like relationship. My company is failing due to issues outside his control, and it's destroying me to know I may not be with him daily soon. What do I do? E, she's a female. She's 22. Oh, my God. Get the hell out of there. That is a disaster. Except that you remember how impossible it was to get out of things when you were 22 and that deep in. Because you think it's like it's all you you love. You're going to love no one. You think he's going to leave the wife. Well, not only that, you have no pain to reference. Like, that's the only thing that gets me out of situations is that I've been through such gnarly pain that I can go I don't want to go through that again yeah yeah she, she almost needs to the, okay so she's in a crappy situation but if she can't wedge herself out of it which I completely understand um that she may just need to walk through it and and deal with the pain because she's gonna get hurt she's gonna get hurt no matter right, he's what he's not gonna leave his wife even if he does it's messy when yeah. here's the thing that no one talks his about kids not only that he cheated on his wife with you. That means he's going to cheat on you 
with somebody else eventually. Like, right? yes, right. You know, and 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 you don't care right now because you're so hot for him. But like, you know, it's just not. Uh, it's it's beyond like impossible. It's just it's possible and it's bad. But everything surrounding it is is really it's bad so too. Yeah, which well, is why it's such a turn on. Which right. it totally plays into my professor fantasy, exactly. by the way. So it's it's super super hot, but it's it's just got sort of disaster all over it. I you know, know, I will say, you know, I once got involved with a married man, and it was the most painful thing of my life. Same here. But I remember being told, "You got to do it until mm-hmm. like this whole like, don't call him, don't do this, don't you know, is never going to work right. because she's going to be. T- I, I mean, I want to tell her to quit the job right now if the company's failing. You should. Secure Cure yourself and go get another job. I do think that's a good recommendation. But this whole like we can't do this anymore is like the biggest lie that two people tell each other. You guys are talking so much sense right now; it's crazy. Well, here's like so she wants the real direct advice. Um, The real, in my opinion, the real direct advice is find a new job, block him on everything, do not return his calls. Done. That's that's what you should that's do. You should you're not going to do it. Yeah, you're not. That's what I'm saying. But like, there's no other way around it. The, the good news is, if she goes through, if she just keeps doing what she's doing, she's going to get into so much unbelievable pain that she probably won't repeat this behavior. Yeah. So that, that I that, never that did again. Amazing, amazing. So advice. it's a win-win, really. Yeah. <laughs> and she, you're going to need a new job anyway, and take care of yourself. And this guy's not leaving. We, you guys, that was killer. Again, well, even might. if he did, yeah, he's going to cheat on you, oh, and, and you're going to have to deal with the wife and the kids and, and you're going to be a stepmom. Yeah, possibly of four children. At 22. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, let's do another one. Uh, hi, I love your show. Been listening for a while. I'm a 36 year old girl living in Santa Monica, California. I've been on literally 500 dates and finally found a great, smart, and funny. Jewish, very important to me, mm-hmm. guy. We've been dating since April. The chemistry is awesome, and so is the sex. He just dropped a bomb on me, stating he's moving in two weeks. He's moving back to Austin, Texas. Said that finding a job here, he's a writer, has been a struggle. He's His mom's health is deteriorating, etc. What the heck? Do I even bring up anything about continuing this relationship or cut my losses? I'm so sad he's leaving. I also don't know how to see him over the next two weeks without crying all the time. Thanks mm. so much, Kay. Well, well, I got another one for that. One. Okay, okay. Do you want to go first then? Well, what I'm going to say is, is that um, they've been. I understand that the relationship is going amazing, but it's been about three months, which is that you're still in that honeymoon period. And let's look at the facts. He has an ailing mother who he feels so responsible for that he's going to move back to Austin to take care but of. But I don't think that's that unusual. That part. I don't. But if you have a life in LA. Like I well, rem- he does, and he's hard having a hard time getting writing jobs exactly. Too, and he's not going to get a writing side. job. He's not in- getting in Austin, so he's down on he's his luck, <laughs> and his mother's dying. So you can't go to Austin with him. Let's just take that off the table. I don't think she asked that though, did she? But no, I think no. she's saying I don't know what I should do. I mean, what are you going to do? Say goodbye. Have Morning. a long-term relationship? No, don't have a long-term relationship unless you want to move to Texas. Yeah, right. I mean, so yeah, sort of just to back Daniela, but sort of the same thing. And um, you know, and a guy that would that would drop it like that after sort of like indulging in this fabulousness since April is, you know, desperate. I was, He's desperate. Mm. Well, and I was telling Danielle this morning that my therapist says red flags don't exist, but red flag. 
Yeah. Right. They, they don't exist. Why? Because we don't see them. So therefore. No, my therapist just told me this this week. What? R- red flags are, are, are a misnomer because someone can do something once and never do it again. Someone cannot do something in the beginning and do it a lot later. That's true. It just, yeah. It's true. But uh, this is different because you right, only get once to do it. But I will say that what what's happening is, is that he's, I think he's getting out of the, the three month like la la land, nothing matters. Real life is setting in. He's got financial fear and he's fear about his mother's health and he's bailing and it's just it's not that he's a bad guy it's not it's just that you're getting on a sinking ship you know this guy needs to deal with his mother get his life back on track and then be ready you know right it's she's very, been on 500 dates she finally felt she found the one we get it We've if all she thinks yeah. here's what i will say if you think he's the one fucking move to austin with him and take care of his mother with him if you think he's the one really then that's what you should do none of this long distance relationship yeah shit. exactly yeah, right. unless totally. you see it i don't know what kind of job you have but that's true you got to cut it again same thing like but it's gonna be hard you might cry but, but why? you can't know he's the one at three months i don't no, think you can know exactly. he's the one at six months that's right. why i don't believe she should head into a whole long distance thing because then it'll still be great. That's just extending the whole period of getting to know someone when you but long distance. Also, I do think this is a guy when he said, I'm leaving in two weeks. If he was like moving, there was an option. If it, continuing everything was an option, he certainly would have brought it up. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. is obviously a desperate, fearful move, and a man that's in that position is not going to be a good partner because men need to feel like men in order to show up in a relationship, and this guy is not feeling like a man right now, even if he's into you. Exactly. When I, men are suffering financially, your jobs are creative, you know, they're work-wise, it's hard for them to get it up and to want intercourse. And, and it's sex. actually, sorry, interesting that the two emails are very related, like the man on the sinking ship. mm you know? That's true. That's true. Oh my god! I have I didn't so think about many. That. Like I, my whole dating life is a Titanic. I, 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 <laughs> I have been on so many sinking ships. God, I mean, I don't know that I've been on sinking ships. Maybe I don't know. I sunk them. No, I, I mean, I, I feel like that. I have a thing. I no, a, I think Danielle subconsciously has sought it no, out. Maybe. Yeah, I think that I'm, oh, you, you know, how they have, like you drama. Know, yeah, like, well, mm. do you know how they have Captain Savaho? Have you heard yeah. of that? Yeah, Definitely. I'm like the female version of that. Really? Yeah, even though I shouldn't be because I don't have any money mm-hmm. and uh, I have nothing to offer, but I somehow, like, I, I think subconsciously, I feel like it's my duty to, like, save people and then it's like a nightmare. <laughs> it's a nightmare. So you try to, you want, you think they're going to change? It's a weird form of codependency. Right. It's very God, you guys are healthy. awesome. I love you guys being on the show. You just come back and we'll just do this like every day, all the time. Any day. Well, one email that you did want to mention. Oh, thank you very much. From the last show, Anna was on my last show a few weeks ago, online dating. It was a very popular show. It was killer. And Anna, you can tell the story. Anna got a nice email after the show. Very nice sounding guy. A nice email from a guy. Cute. Who, who was cute. cute. Yeah. Who was coming here, who, you know, complimented me on, a, you know, what I said on the show. Quoted her. Qu- whatever. And um, and then he was here last week and we were going to meet up. And then he's so nice. And it, it's not that. It's just I got a little overwhelmed by the emails and I couldn't. I just ended couldn't up not up. do it. Um, and so... Um, Cut to Cut yesterday, to. right, Madison? I get an email, because I've already forwarded that as an email. Yeah. And Madison forwards my, my, my feedback, and she goes, oh, here's a guy, because I was joking in the office. I'm like, Anna gets a date from the show. I don't get dates from the show. <laughs> and then Madison says, you don't read all the feedbacks right away. There are a lot of guys asking you out. I'm like, but this guy's super cute. Anyway, it's he emailed me as well. Email. The same exact email that Anna got. The same oh, play exact on, picture. Play the on, same play exact on. jokes. 
I was like, so and wow. I, at first I was like, this is familiar. And I click on the photo. I'm like, oh my God. Dude, give me the email so Anna I can send it to friends to use. But that's not even true because then we also have the same, like, uh, what should my people po- uh, podcast? Uh, we ended tinge. up on a date with the same man on the same day. Oh. We were out with the same yeah. man on the same day. I mean, day. you guys have, you guys are both petite, really cute girls. You know what I mean? So you have, like, I understand why men would like both of you. It's a, it's a type thing. What? What? For, they were on the same show. Like, how do you expect them not to talk to each other? Oh, that guy. So dumb. Right. Exactly. But I do, but I do want to say he seems really he nice. So nice. Someone yeah. Else, you should email Madison. Or I don't like, email Danny. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. I don't think men realize how much women talk. Maybe not. We talk to each other. We talk about everything. Yeah. And men don't. Men will get an email from a girl and not bring it up. He probably didn't think you guys would ever talk about it. Right. Dude, we talk about everything. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys are awesome. Okay, so. Anna, where would you find you? Oh, uh, AnnaDavid.com, but I really don't do anything there. So After Party Magazine, and I do want to say Danielle is like the number two there who does everything. So if you were amused by her too, there's Danielle Stewart is all over that site. I am. Yes, it's I a have. great site. And I actually, I actually read your site and I'm not sober. Right. But I think but about you love it. it. I just yeah. Like, I like that. I love funny. the idea of being sober. Yeah, and it's it's for it's anybody well interested in being. It's healthy. a good idea. It's really yeah. about just being healthy because I think we all yeah. kind of a lot of people walk the line or you know have questions about it. It's one in three set. are mentally ill, but I'd argue one in one. Kidding. I mean, whatever. Uh, and also the podcast after party pod download iTunes, Stitcher, all that. Cool. And then you can find me at daniellestewart.com. Also, I've written uh, almost 200 articles for After Party Magazine. Wow. Yeah. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Danny Stew. D a n i s t e w. Oh, okay. Uh, menace. menace, just menace know, on Twitter. M e n a c e, and Instagram. Like it's menace. the first time you've done it. I know. Ever. It's hilarious. I know. I yeah. love you. I love you, Menace. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being on the show. It was super fun. And thank you, Madison, for all you do and producing and being wonderful. Also, did I mention the New York thing that I'm going to be in New York? That was okay, I'm going to be in New York September 18th to the 20th for the Sexual Health Expo. And I know a lot of you are like, oh, why are you, why are you coming to New York? Da, da, da. I'm coming to New York. So come get tickets. There will be, I'll give you more information about that when it comes up. And if you, is there anything else? We need another workshop? We don't know. Okay, I love you all. Mm-hmm. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all sex with Emily. Thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, people, this is the deal. Um, if you want to get yourself a special present and you have a penis or you have any special penises in your life, you should probably buy him a flashlight. It is the number one sex toy for men and it is the only one that you want because wouldn't it be amazing if you could actually have the feeling of having sex all the time, but maybe it's something that feels better than sex? These are masturbation sleeves that are actually invented by NASA, this material. They all feel different. They have bumps and ridges and it's just, you know, you, you, you wash it out and you mind-blowing orgasms and now they have the Fleshlight Go that like just came out today that's even lighter weight and you can take it with you on the go. Get it? But it's still discreet and awesome and all the things you love about it and I'm just telling you, we've been talking about this for almost two years on the show and I've never had one guy say, why did you make me buy a Fleshlight or why did you get encouraged to buy it? I hate it. Every guy's just been like, oh my God, it blows my mind. Different kinds of orgasms, use it with your partner, use it when you travel, use it just a, instead of your hand one day. So have a good time with it. Go to sexwithemily.com, click on the Fleshlight banner, use code EMILY, and you get a free bottle of their award-winning Fleshlight. Check it out. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bye.